Welcome to episode 44 of the Positively Promising Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, with Eric Sanchez. How is your Tuesday going, Eric? So far, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Did you watch Raw last night? I watched uh, maybe half of it. I kind of skimmed the matches, but watched promos and some of the matches, like the endings of them. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll t- chat about that a little bit uh, before we get to today's main topic. Today's main show, guys, we're going to be talking about... WWF Hasbro figures, and we're gonna Woo-woo. we're gonna do a little bit of a tournament style thing where we're gonna go series by series, pick which we think is the best in that series, and then at the end match them up based just you know by earliest to latest, and then do like a tournament to crown the winner, the ultimate Hasbro toy, ultimate. Yes, uh, and also we have an interview coming up today with. He's a part of the Hasbro books. If you guys are following them on Twitter, they're at WWF Hasbro book. It's the wrestling figure retrospective book where it's basically an, a collector's guide for, for Hasbro toys. We don't have those. We have a guide for turtles, for GI Joes, for transformers, for Barbies, for everything, but not Hasbro wrestling toys. So they took it upon themselves to make it tons of awesome stuff in there, which we'll hear about in the interview. I, I talked to his name was Nick and he is a partner in this book. So definitely, Make sure to give those guys a follow at WWF Hasbro Book. You can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast, Positively Processing Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. And you could send us a note if you would like to ppwpodcast at gmail.com for long-form notes or if you want to send us an audio question. And if you want to buy a T-shirt, head to whatamaneuver.net. Search Positively Processing Podcast as a shirt there. It says, I never complain online, which is just hilarious for, for everybody. If you're going to WrestleMania, you need a new shirt, right? Got to have a shirt. Yeah, you can't have the official, unofficial, <laughs> I don't know, bootlegs or whatever that are going to be selling outside the arena, right? So today's show, Hasbro's, we're going to get to in a little bit. Let's talk about, first, Raw. And there's a lot of stuff going on. So did you see the Alexa Bliss, Dia Jax thing? Towards the end? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of it? Because a lot of people are pissed about it. I don't mind. I mean, it's it's wrestling. <laughs> That's my thought. I think it's a so, I mean, it's not, I wouldn't take it too serious, but of course there's going to be a mic and a camera back there. Well, no, people aren't pissed about that. They're pissed about the body shaming storyline. Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> okay, good. Because <laughs> it's, 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 this, this was on a TV show. I thought Alexa and Mick, it went on a little too long. Like, oh, this should be like, like 30 seconds. It was yeah. like a full, like, two minutes. But... That's like I've heard those conversations like in high school of like bitchy girls like talking to each about other girls like I've heard it before you know yeah. so and if you watched uh, Total Divas Naya's already admitted that that's was a problem of hers growing up yeah like she was just too tall she was too big and all that kind of stuff so I mean of course that bothers her well what's ironic if they're gonna go that story like like Alexa Bliss had an eating disorder too yeah. so just like and Mickey James was in the. <laughs> She was called Piggy James right. with a late cool storyline. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of stuff. But I, I'm like you. I'm like, it's wrestling. Like, it's okay. Yeah. I'm sure they're all involved in it. And then... Uh, I mean, maybe the whole bully thing, people are too sensitive about it. But, I mean... It's not real. No. And that's. I think that's the only way to like really get under her skin. Naya's skin. I liked the... Like, the crowd, like, pops who she went to the back. Like, okay, we like this. I didn't like her going, ah! <laughs> it reminded me of, uh, like, King Kong, where he's on top of the tower. He just starts shrieking. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, well, I, was, I don't know if you know this, but when she ripped apart the luggage, I'm like, man, I wonder if that's someone's real luggage. It looks yeah. expensive. That was some working luggage. He's already pre-ripped. <laughs> <laughs> like Hogan's shirt. <laughs> and then, but, what? yeah, she looked, 
you know, incredibly strong and angry, ripping and, all ripping all that stuff. Apart. I mean, unless she, I mean, I assume it's all fine. Assuming she beats Bliss for the title in like two seconds at WrestleMania. Yeah. What about the Roman Reigns, Vince McMahon, Brock Lesnar thing? It's kind of weird. Yeah, I wasn't that into it. Yeah, uh, it's kind of weird. Like the 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 crowd, like live crowds, like ooh, like saying he said Vince's boy and all that. Yeah, like, like that was kind of cringeworthy. Yeah, when but, he walked to the back, it was kind of <laughs> it was kind of silly. But then when Vince says let's go to well, he's like mumbling. I had to turn the volume up because he had like yeah a bunch of phlegm in his mouth and his lips weren't <laughs> moving right. He's like well, let's go to live office. And he was trying to walk, but there was a guy that walked right in front of him with the cord on his headphones. Uh-huh. And Vince was like, I could tell he was getting mad for like two seconds because the guy was in the way of them walking. <laughs> to their office like if that was a uh like not a tv segment he'd be like what the fuck get the fuck out of my way <laughs> no cursing oh sorry we'll also have a very very extra special guest at the end of the show which i won't really be able to wear there so you got to listen to the end of the show probably our best <laughs> guest yet you don't even know who it is i don't probably our best guest yet uh then the other thing that happened on raw was they they talked about the Oscar storyline a little bit going for Charlotte, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. I like that Oscar Charlotte matchup a lot. I was excited when that happened at Fastlane. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. And then uh And then I'm thinking like okay, so the whole time well Shinsuke got to pick who he's gonna face at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Oscar never did. But then they're automatically assuming that Oscar's just gonna go for the, the brand title that she's already on, which I didn't think that was gonna be that great of a match. Mm-hmm. But I like this one better against Charlotte. Apparently so Ronda Rousey was supposed to be there. Something I'm sure happened with her schedule or whatever because she's filming some movie in like Cambodia mm-hmm. or something, but she didn't show up. So like on Twitter, people were posting this as an apology to fans. They gave them like Snickers, yeah, like a bunch of too. almond Snickers. I'm like, you know, I'm not mad at that. I'd take some <laughs> almond Snickers, <laughs> like like a two minute Rousey promo or some Snickers. Yeah. Like, I they probably have a ton of that in the back. I know because it's a sponsor for WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, man, load them up. And then the almond ones, my favorite kind of Snickers. Yeah, I'm all about that. I'm all about free food. <laughs> I joke about this like at work. If there's any type of, like, meeting or training, if there's lunch, I'm in. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care what it is. I've gone to, like, you know, like, Indian Culture Month and, like, all these yeah. different things for free food. I'm in. So, Snickers, you signed me up. And then Fast Lane was pretty good. We yeah. enjoyed it. I liked, I only watched the main event because I got home late on Sunday and only ended up watching the main event just read the results. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it a lot. And I thought Shane really got kicked in the face there with that super kick. Yeah. I like the uh, the Rude and Orton match. I'm not a big Orton fan that much anymore, but that match was really good. Yeah, it was good. And, yeah, there's lots of interesting matches for WrestleMania. And uh, obviously Cena challenged The Undertaker straight up. And to me, I think that could be what closes the show of WrestleMania Mm -hmm. because those are your two biggest stars to the mainstream audience. Although there's a rumor that the Rousey match will close it, which I can somewhat see just because they want that mainstream publicity. Yeah, but I don't think that that match is going to leave. I don't know. I think it's just going to be an average match. Right. It can be fun. It'll be fun. It's it's what it is. It'll be fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's lots of stuff coming on for WrestleMania. So we got that to look forward to. We could just get into today's topic unless you got anything else to, to chat about. No, not really. Okay. So Hasbro's. What we'll do is we will go through series by series right now, pick which one we'd like, and then I'm going to need you to write these down too, our winner by series. That's why I brought a pen. And then if once we have that, we'll go to our interview, and then we'll come back from the interview and finish this up. These are spent to be taken very seriously, everyone, so this is the definitive <laughs> list. Do you have brackets set up yet or no? No. Or we're just going to go like... Just go one versus whatever. Okay. So, like, what's the last series it has? What, series, like, nine? Uh, series 11. Okay, so, like, series one will face the series 11. Maybe there'll be a first-round buy. <laughs> we'll give someone a buy. All right. So, series one of Hasbro's. Also, by the way... This will not include mail-aways or tag teams or any, like, random rare ones. You know, like the Green Trunk Macho Man or something like yeah. that. These are ones you or could the Moon Belly uh, Kamala. Yes, these are the ones you could have gotten in the store. We may cancel a couple out. Like, there's a Macho King that in the purple trunks where one is the same as the other one. The other one just didn't come with the scepter or whatever. Yeah. So here's our Series 1. We've got Akeem, Andre the Giant, Axe. The Big Boss Man with a Nightstick, Bruce the Barber Beefcake with the Scissors, Body Slam Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake Roberts with a Snake, Macho Man Randy Savage, Million Dollar Man in the Black Tux came with the Million Dollar Belt, Rick Rude, Smash of Demolition, and Ultimate Warrior in the Green Trunks. Uh, my initial thought for the best one in this series mm-hmm. is the Macho Man. Is that yours? What's your What's yours? 
I have, oh, I got a couple. One. You got to talk to the mic, boss. Sorry. I said I got a couple. Okay. Um, Ravishing Rick Rude, because you could always do the Rude Awakening. Okay. It was like set up for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all he could do as a neck But he was so small, like scale-wise compared to everybody else. Like he's so skinny. But I liked it. Okay. Um, I did like the Macho Man and um, Ultimate Warrior. And Smash. Okay, so Ultimate Warrior, I'm going to cancel one because he's got so many other ones. Two because this is the Spring Ultimate Warrior. I hated those ones. But that's with shoulder tackle. That was his thing. I guess. So Smash. So we were between Smash, Macho Man, and Ultimate Warrior. I'm going to go Macho Man. Are you going to fight me on that? No, I'm not okay? going to fight you. You're on good that. with Macho Man. Okay. No, because I did like the guy. I like the guys when they had like just the fists, yeah. not the open palms, all the other stuff where you could do it. <laughs> Actually, do like punches. And sure. Stuff. <laughs> Uh, series two. So we got our first winner of the series, Macho Man. Series two is Dusty Rhodes, Hacksaw Jim Duggan with the two by four, Honky Talk Man with the guitar, Hulk Hogan with the bear hug, Hogan, Macho King Randy Savage came with the scepter and the crown, Million Dollar Man in the green tux with the billion dollar belt, Roddy Roddy Piper, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, and Ultimate Warrior in white trunks with the body slam. This one's a tough one for me, because here's my favorites, and you can tell me yours. So I like Dusty, mm-hmm. I like Million Dollar Man in Green, and I like The Ultimate Warrior. I kind of like Piper, too. Well, here, yeah. But I'm going to cancel him out a little bit, just because his kilt was kind of goofy. Really? He's one of my favorites in that series. Okay. So Ultimate Warrior, again, um, even though he's doing the slam, yeah. or the Ultimate Slam, or whatever it was on there, I liked him, I liked uh, Hacksaw, and Piper. You can't like them all. You like them. We like them all. Like series two might be the best series if you think about it. Well, one for me because that was the one where I got everything. Yeah, was, I love. Okay, it. let's go. Let's go unbiased. So we're gonna go. Let's say Piper versus Warrior for two top guys. I mean, they're not gonna face each other. We gotta pick one between those two. I'd go Warrior. Okay, because the slam. Okay. We got Warrior, and that's good face paint, all that stuff. Yeah. Series, then there's tag teams. We'll skip over that. Series three is the big boss, another big boss man, where he's skinny. He's not fat anymore. Comes with a nightstick. Another Brutus Beefcake with uh, zebra trunks, zebra trunks and scissors. Earthquake. Greg the Hammer Valentine with the uh, shin brace. Hulk Hogan with a. I don't know, it's like an arm slam, I guess. Mm-hmm. Coco Beware comes with the bird, with Frankie. And then this Macho Man, we're going to cancel out because he's the same one. Mr. Perfect and Sergeant Slaughter. Is that all for Series 3 or there more? Hold on. Uh, Texas Tornado. Yep. And Texas Tornado. Typhoon. Typhoon and Ultimate Warrior in the Purple Trunks. Yeah. Another good series. Mm-hmm. I, as much as I like this Ultimate Warrior, I'm going to cancel him out because yeah, I don't want two one. Warriors. Uh, but apparently that's the most valuable one. <laughs> yeah, probably harder to find. So what else do we got in here for ones? Um, I like this Hogan. I really like this one. Yeah, this, this is Hogan, probably my, my the best Hogan, I think. Hogan and Perfect are the two that I like from here. Okay, I think I'm going to go with Hogan mm-hmm. just because I think we need a Hogan. Yeah. And he's the best one out of all the Hasbro ones. So we got that for Series 3. Now, series 4 is kind of small. Yeah, they, they get smaller. So we got Bret Hart with the black shirt and pink sunglasses. British Bulldog with the slam, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and the Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah, but that's, I, the, that's the one I had because I like the yeah the choke slam you can do yeah and the clothesline and you can I'm gonna go with it. I'd love the Bret Hart one, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Undertaker one. The Ricky Steamboat is the one where he's a dragon. You get that mm-hmm. giant headpiece. That's so goofy. Yeah, these were ones that were all in the Hasbro commercial for the Coliseum video releases, if you remember. <clears throat> Uh, series 5, Hulk Hogan with no shirt and just a bandana, IRS, Jim Neidhart from the New Foundation, Macho Man where he's got the tassels and the hat, uh, the Mountie, Rick the Model Martell, Sid Justice, Skinner, Virgil, and the Warlord. These are like um, awesome for characters, like all these are great character ones. Right. What's your What's your gut here on your favorite one? Um. Well, I'll say top two. Okay. Uh, the Mountie and Martell are the two that I really like from here. Yeah, I think the, the Mountie for me for sure. Uh, Nightheart, I wasn't into this one because that was the uh, the new right, the new foundation, one. as we talked about last week on mm-hmm. our own heart show. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with you. I think I like the Mountie. He came with the shock stick too. Yeah, <laughs> and he's Tail got the prod. He's got the tilted head. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Sid Justice was was okay, a little too generic, though, I think. Yeah. Savage, that was the one that had the tassels on it. Did yeah. you already say that? Yeah. Okay. That was not a good. That's not a good functional one to play with. No. That's a good uh, ring announcer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Series six, the Berserker came with a headpiece and a, like a cloth overcoat or whatever he was wearing. El Matador Tito Santana, Papa Shango with a necklace, Repo Man, Ric Flair, and Tatanka. My gut tells me it's Papa Shango because of how my ridiculous is, he looks. My favorite is Tatanka, but I'll throw Shango in there too. Is it Tatanka because you had him? Because I had him, yeah. All right, I think that there's got to be a tiebreaker, and I think it's because Shango came with... I mean, let's be honest. Neither of these guys are going all the way, <laughs> so it doesn't matter, right? Shango might. Yeah? Well, she, he does come with the necklaces. I mean, if we're talking advancing in the tournament, I'd go with Shango over Tatanka. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Papa Shango it is. Now we're going to jump up to Series 7. We have cr- a yellow card. Yes. But- Oh, yeah, this is when they changed the color, because they went from the blue cars to the yellow. We have Crush, Kamala with a star on his belly, mm-hmm. and the moon, but we're not talking about him. He's disqualified. Nails, Owen Hart from the New Foundation, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels. I think Shawn Michaels is the best one here. He's got the sunglasses. He's got the, the fist drop. The only negative of him is his hair's way too blonde. Um I like the later one that they made of Sean. With the black tights? Yeah. For this one, I liked Razor. Okay. Well, I had this Sean, so I'm a little biased. (laughs) Was that the white tights with the the red? Yeah, it's right here. The white tights with the red. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll give it to Razor because he does come with a gold chain. And and I like that they put the the hair curl on this toy part, too. Yeah. Series 8, Bam Bam Bigelow, Bret Hart with the pink shirt and silver sunglasses, Narcissist Lex Luger, Mr. Perfect in the blue tights. Uh, there was an Undertaker, but with a jacket, but he was a male away, so we're not going to include him. And Yokozuna in the red trunks, red and black trunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Bret Hart win earlier? I already forgot. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, to me, it's between Bam Bam and Mr. Perfect. Bam Bam does have the tattoos on his head, which is a plus. What do you think? Bam Bam or Mr. Perfect in this series? Or or are you a Yokozuna? Or- I like that Yokozuna, they came out with one for him. I do like that. Yeah. And I don't think we have a Brett. Brett didn't win? No. Okay, then Brett's definitely winning this. All right. Somebody beat him. Yeah, I, that's right, because we already forgot. We're just already talking, we're talking about this. We forgot. <laughs> uh, series 9. I mean, I already got my winner. Here. I mean, if you take Brett out, then we got to pick somebody else. But Brett, I think, yeah. is a clear winner in that series. Series 9, Doink the Clown. Hacksaw Jim Duggan with the American flag, and he was wearing a singlet. And blonde hair, which I did not like. Uh, the Million Dollar Man with no shirt and super blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, and another Tatanka came out in Series 9. But it's the same as the 6. Yeah. I mean, Doink's the winner here, right? We don't got to chat about this. It's Doink. <laughs> he's got real hair, not plastic molded hair, he's evil got, face. He's got real hair. <laughs> he's got an evil face, great paint job. Doink's the winner for sure. Uh, series 10. Bushwhacker Butch with a hat. Fatou of the Head Shrinkers. The Giant Gonzalez, Luke of the Bushwhackers. Marty Gennetti, Razor Ramon in the Purple Shorts. Uh, and what else we got here? Samu of the Headshringers, Michaels and the Black Tights. Yeah, this is the Michaels I like. Okay. Because it was going more towards the DX type of era. Well, this is a 93. Well, I'm just saying that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> okay. Because so, of the Black, black So Tights. we going to give him the winner here? I mean, I guess. Maybe John Gonzalez for the ridiculousness factor. <laughs> or Marty Jannetty. Because he actually looked more like a rocker than he did earlier. Yeah, right? His singles push. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll give it to HBK. Now... Here we are in Series 11 already. One, two, three, kid. Adam Bomb, Bart Gunn, Billy Gunn, Crush, Evil Crush, by the way, Ludwig Borga, and Yoko Zuna with the black and white tights. I don't know if you've heard the story about, uh, I think it's Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, played a prank on one, two, three, kid and shaved his eyebrow off. Yeah. And then he, shaved, he had to shave the other one off. Right. So when they took the picture, his picture is on this Hasbro, which is why I'm picking one, two, three, kid. <laughs> but that's packaging. Right. Okay. I mean. Well, Adam Baum, I don't know. He was okay. The guns, I wasn't that into them. No, the guns look dumb. 
Ludwig Borga, blah, and I, we already got a Yoko, right? I don't think, did Yoko win? I think he lost. Oh, yeah, he lost, but still, I mean, I'm still, I, like him, I like him better in the red pants. <laughs> okay, I'm okay with the one, two, three kid getting the W here on that last one. All right. Now we've got those all set up. Let's kick it over to our interview. This was with the one of the guys who's helping out in the re- wrestling retrospect, wrestling figure retrospective book. You could follow a couple of them. First, the guy I interviewed is Nick. He's at Bartley, so B A R T L and the number three Y. And then you could follow the people actually distributing the book, where you can go buy it at WWF Hasbro Book. We're gonna kick it over to interview now with Nick. Here is Nick. All right, guys, we're now going to go out to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for our guest this week. Nick Bartley's on the line. Nick, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I mentioned it earlier, so Nick is a part of a pretty huge project, I'd say it is. It's uh, the Wrestling Figure Retrospective book that's coming out, um, basically all about wrestling figures and the history of Hasbro's, and there's a ton of stuff to get into. Um Nick, do you want to give a quick overview of what this book is before we get started? Sure, absolutely. Um, well, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'll tell you how I even became involved with sure. this at first, which was which was just crazy. Um, the author's name is Kevin Iden, and he is a he's a collector. Um, he lives in Manchester, England. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's kind of hard for me to communicate with him sometimes, but <laughs> you know, time wise, but. Right, um, right. It was all on Twitter, and there was a couple different guys, and they were sharing their collection photos. Uh, so I put out one of my collection photos, and I would say about a few weeks later, I got an, uh, a direct message from uh, Kevin, the author. And uh, he said, hey, I'm looking to put a team together of you know, collectors and, and writers, and, and he was wondering if there was anything at all that I could help with. Um, so he asked if, if I could edit anything and I told him, well, no, I can't do that. Yeah. And he was going on about the different things. And I said, you know, Kevin, I want to be part of this so bad. Um, what I could do is I could do something creative for you. Cause I'm actually a creative writer as well. And, uh, then he started telling me about the book and what he was doing. And it's, it's really, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a toy line that really doesn't have anything like this yet. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A lot of them have an unofficial an unofficial guide. Sure. Well, what, what I feel like makes this book a little bit different, it being a retrospective, and the way that, that I understand it from, from Kevin, is that he wants to really dive into the fan aspect of, of collecting these figures as well. Uh, instead of just a, a, a ultimate ultimate collector, really touch the fans as well and, and get people involved who aren't necessarily lunatic collectors like I am. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll get more into it as we talk, but I mean, just from the previews that have been posted, you see the stuff that's in here. There's there's prototype images, and there's checklists, and there's figures that were never released, and, and everything everything's in this. Everything you can think of is in this book. And w- the official name of the book is what? What's the official name of this book? Well, the official name is the Unofficial Wrestling Figure Retrospective, uh-huh. 1990 to 1994. Which is which is for someone like me who's 33 years old, and a lot of my listeners <laughs> are on the same age. It's like the heyday of of, exactly. of of collecting toys, and it's it's really special for us kid that were kids then and adults now to go back and and look at these toys. And I guess we'll start off with this: is you 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 start a little bit of saying why you know, this book is being made, but for you, why are you involved? Like what, what is it oh. about this book and these figures specifically for you that made you jump into it? I mean, no, Kevin's the kind of the, the starting point in this. How, why are you so into this? Uh, well, <laughs> I, um, I love wrestling. I've loved wrestling since I was, uh, one, I was actually, I was Hulk Hogan whenever I was one years old for Halloween. Awesome. Um, <laughs> and the way that it started was I, I told Kevin um, that I could do something creative for the book. So what I did, my contribution to the book, was I wrote a little funny poem that goes at the beginning of the book um, it, it called This Is Our Childhood. And it's all about the Hasbro poems, or, mm-hmm. or all about the Hasbro figures, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, when, when Kevin had it, it was about a month later, he said, I'm looking to put together some promos for this book. Would anybody be interested or would anybody be able to do some voiceover work? So right away, 
that to me was my sign that this I, I got to jump all into this besides just my poem because voice being a voiceover artist is one of the things that uh, I've always loved to do. Yeah. Uh, so I actually did the impressions on the Kickstarter of the four different wrestlers that are on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that to me was just so cool. And he, I'm actually helping a lot with the promos, uh, putting them together. They're not quite ready yet, but there's going to be some stop motion things with the actual Hasbro's and stuff like that that come out with the promos. That's what really got me into it. I love promoting. I love doing creative things. And uh, Kevin has really done a great job of distributing his uh, his needs for this book to different people. He's really got a good group of guys together that are all in and all working hard for Kevin to make sure that this is exactly what his vision should be. And if you guys want to check this this out specifically, we'll get to your Twitter in a second. But if you go to at WWF Hasbro book. That's the Twitter page. The very first pinned tweet is a link to the Kickstarter where you can pre-order the book, get a little bit more information on it. That's at WWF Hasbro Book. And the pinned tweet right in the profile there is some info on how you can get the book and a little bit of a preview of what to expect for it. With your involvement in this book, and you mentioned the voiceovers and and all that stuff, and you started at the beginning saying you were a, a fan since you were one years old. Yeah. I guess you kind of answered it, but were you a, more of a fan? Did did the figures bring you more to, towards wrestling, or did the wrestling bring you to the figures? The chicken or the egg yeah. question. That's a really good question, actually. Um, wow. Well, I was one years old in 1984. Mm-hmm. So that year was, you know, the start of all of this, you know, the LJN yeah. figure line. Um Wow. I would honestly have to say that the figures did introduce me a little bit to wrestling, but I was so young. You know, I just know that my parents who don't like wrestling at all, <laughs> but they, they just put <laughs> I up with that it. That was a toy that I got and it just, it did. It actually drew me to wrestling. That's a great question. Yeah. I found that we've, I've, you know, I'm not a huge collector. Like I have just a handful of toys and I've got some Hasbro's from when I was a kid and I find myself on eBay sometimes like tempted to buy more toys. I'm like, no, I'm an adult. I gotta like, I have a family. I gotta take it easy. Um, but when you were collecting these figures and you were a kid, did you have like, a, were they given to you as gifts? Were you one of those kids where you begged your mom at the toy store to go get them? How did you get your collection when you were growing up? You know, what's really funny is I, whenever I was a child, I had in my head, I knew exactly mm-hmm. how much the WWF Hasbro figures were. Okay. I knew in my head, okay, they're $4, all right? So every Christmas, every birthday, I'd ask for money. I'd ask for cash. And then whenever I'd get my total lump sum, I'd find out how many Hasbros I could buy at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's how I did it. And now nowadays, I refuse to buy on eBay. Okay. Um, the only way that I will collect, and the only way that I will purchase toys is if it's at a maybe a toy store, just by, ha- you know, just I just happen to pass a little old retro toy store, I'll do that. I will buy off of old friends or I will, uh, you know, just go to garage sales. Yeah. I do not do the eBay thing. I like the thrill of the hunt. Yeah, me too. And I, that's a big thing too. I'll find myself sometimes like I could get this on eBay, but there's a local, <laughs> it's called a disc replay and they sell, it's like knickknacks. They sell movies and music and games and random toys and records and stuff. And there'll be a case and recently they've been getting wrestling toys in. And unfortunately the Hasbro's are loose, which is, I don't, I don't care about that. I want them loose. But they're, they're ones I already have. Like, I already have a Macho King. I'm, like, looking for the one where I get excited when toy stores and used stores don't know what they have. Like, yes. oh, you're oh. selling this for 5 bucks. This is worth, like, 80 I will take that right now. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, I actually, it's funny. It's not a Hasbro, but I did recently just find a big... An LJN Bruno San Martino in mint condition, and the guy sold it to me for fifty cents, and I fell <laughs> off. <laughs> that's fed. that's that's pretty fantastic. Go yeah. back, go back to this book, this Hasbro book. I I mentioned that there's a little bit of there's prototype pictures, there's things like that. When, oh, yeah. Have you seen? Um, I'm sure you've seen more than the rest of us have. What is some of the stuff we could expect inside? You get the you order this book on Kickstarter. You open it up. You get it. What what's going to be the present presentation? What's going to be inside? What what's a preview for us to, to look forward to? Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be it's a, a roughly about 300 pages of color, really awesome dynamic color photos. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you mentioned, we do have four of the original artists who made these drawings for these figures, the original artists. 
and their their images are in this in this uh, in this book. It is gorgeous. Honestly, I didn't even know the prototypes existed until I got until Kevin got a hold of me and I joined part of this team. Uh, but those they're they're huge. They're like I'm not really not even sure how tall they are, but they're they're like they're like a foot tall. Yeah, <laughs> and they're they're yeah. the exact miniature. The, the large version of the miniature Hasbro's. They're just really, really neat. Um, there's a, you know, it'll go through and tell you the different characteristics of the characters. It'll show you the image of the, the packaging. It'll show you what card they were on. Uh, the stuff that I find really, really cool is the stuff that no one has ever gotten to see before, like Moe and Mabel from Men on a Mission, or uh, Diesel, or Jeff Jarrett, the Orange Carded series. Um, a series that was so close to coming out and it just fell short right, right at the very end. It was literally months from, you know, being released and, uh, it never, we never got to see diesel or any of those great figures. And that's in this book. Yeah. And if you go to the, uh, the Twitter page at, uh, the, I'm sorry here, the WWF Hasbro book and click the Kickstarter, it's 35 pounds. I'm not really sure what the trans, the, the, the transfer rate is for us here in the states but it's not a ton and if you look at the photos it's a lay flat book it's not going to be like a magazine flimsy i'm pretty excited just about it, 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 this is something that if I, it came out when i was a kid i would just be studying it constantly and <laughs> as an adult i feel like i'm going to do the same thing but it's it's something definitely to check out and definitely if you're a, it'll take you back to the time when you were a kid looking at these figures plus it's something tangible you can hold in your hand. It's not something you're flipping on your phone. It's something you could physically hold and look at and touch and show to other people, which I think is yeah. lost a little bit in our world today. But I think stuff like this keeps it fun for everybody. You know, I feel like Kevin, the author, really hit it perfectly in uh, <clears throat> the script for his uh, promotional video that he gave me to read, yep. which was he said, this brings together the obsession. And that's to me exactly what this book does. It brings the, t the obsession of collecting, being a fan, loving the images, just loving that retro feel. It brings it all together. For sure. And when you were making this book, what, or when you got involved in this book project, any fun, like surprising stuff along the way that you, I mean, you mentioned the, the prototypes, but any other fun stuff that you kind of ran into along the way, something surprising and maybe you, you didn't even know? Well, yeah, um, truthfully, seeing seeing people's collections, because that's a lot of what's going on. We're, and there's actually some pretty, um, pretty interesting people you'll find out here when the book does come out of collections that we're using that I'm not going to mention now. I'm going to use it as a little bit of a teaser, but uh, some really, really, really interesting people that you will know who they are have contributed their collections to this book. Just seeing some of the stuff that they have, Besides making me outrageously jealous, <laughs> there's a lot of items that I never knew even existed. And it's, it's just, it's really, it's really eye opening to see. And, uh, it's going to hurt my pocketbook a bit, but, but wow, is it, uh, it's cool to just see all the variety of items that they had. Like they had little head squirters and different items. And, and that to me, I know that this is just about the Hasbro figures, but just seeing all the different parts of people's collections have really just been really neat for me. I've really enjoyed that. I, I know it's Hasbro specific, but I would say that time frame we're talking about where this book is out is that's all wrestling toy inclusive as far as I'm concerned. Especially, oh. you know, squirt heads, thumb, everything's included as far as I'm <laughs> concerned in that. I agree. Um, I agree. So on today, our show today that I'm doing with my co-host, we're doing a, 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 a little bit of a, a March Madness-style tournament with the Hasbro figures. We're going to go series, oh, wow. series by series, pick one figure, the best out of each series, then match them up and pick a winner. So for you, this is a little bit on the spot. What's the number one Hasbro winner out of all the collections? And now I will preface it by saying mail-aways and like, prototypes are not included. So no okay. no, no Hogan mail-away, no taker with coat. Just okay. the stuff that anyone could have gotten in the stores. What's your number one? Wow. You know, I'm a little biased, I must say. But I got to tell you that uh, the hot rod Roddy Piper, he is my favorite. That kilt, that power punch he has, there's nothing like it. And I really love how, how well they capture his face as well. Um, that 
since I, I have been a kid, the Hot Rod Roddy Piper has always been my favorite. So ironically, I'm in my room now, and I'm holding the hot – I just grabbed him. I'm holding the Hot Rod figure right now in me. So I like this one, too. The only critique I'll give him is his legs. You have to – he's got to be perfect to stand because he's got a little bit of a thing. But uh, I do love the Hot Rod shirt. I love the Hot Rod shirt. love all that stuff on it. It's, it's pretty detailed. And that's another thing with these Hasbros is for how small they were – like their likenesses are for the most part really good with these figures. Oh, I agree. Beautiful, beautiful. Some of the Hogan faces are amazing to me. Yep. Um, I mean, they're just, and they're all, they're all a little different too, but they are just so perfectly Hogan. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I will also tell you my, my least favorite. Let's one. hear it. Let's hear it. And this hurts me to say, cause boy, I love this guy as a wrestler, but the ravishing Rick rude figure I just, I can't get behind it. He is like, it's almost like he's like half the scale of the rest of the guys. And you remember, Rick Rude was a monster. Sure. And he's this skinny little frail figure. <laughs> you know, you set him next to like uh, anybody and he looks like a like a child. And it's just, I I'm, was really disappointed with the ravishing Rick Rude figure. Yeah, I, the only thing I like about Rick Root is you could put someone in a headlock and with his arm action punch someone in the head while doing it. That's a plus for him. But <laughs> I do agree. His figure, it's him and the, the Ric Flair figure are the, the scale. Oh. They're smaller than everybody else. Yeah. What's yeah. Uh, your most underrated figure, would you say? Do you have an underrated Ooh, one that goes under the radar? Um, underrated. Uh, for me, it's going to be the Mountie. You know, that's me. Mine's the Mountie. <laughs> that's very good. The head tilt, yeah. I like the Bret Hart head tilt as well. You know, I got to say, and it's for a very silly reason, but the Greg the Hammer Valentine with the leg brace. Okay. Oh, I love that photo. I love that figure. Love it. Okay. Yeah, I just don't know if it's the leg brace the or what, but it's just so cool. The detail. So what's one figure? Now, this could be ones that were potentially going to be made in the Orange Card series or not brought up at all. What's the figure you wish could have been made for Hasbro's? Oh, boy. I mean, hmm. I would say for me, I'll give you a second to think about it because okay. I've got a couple. I mean, the Diesel one obviously is one I would have loved to see. I would have yeah. also liked to see a Made in the USA Lex Luger because I was a I was on the Lex Express in '93. I we got the narcissist, but I wanted the Made in the USA Lex. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a really good one. Okay, let me see if I could pick a Hasbro from the time period. My goodness, um, you know. <laughs> it's tough. That's I know. I put you on the spot. Tough one. That's so good. I would have loved. You can pick I, a couple really... if you want. You don't have to pick just one. You can pick a couple, but if you want, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, my goodness, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen a uh, a a Hart Foundation with Bret Hart, Owen Hart. That would have been yeah. fantastic. Um, I love I love the Hart Foundation. They're my favorite. Bret Hart's my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, so I would have liked to have seen an Owen Hart wearing his red or his pink and black like Brett. That would have been really cool. And I also would have liked to have seen a Jim, the anvil Neidhart made with his pink and black as well. Yeah. Not the new foundation anvil, but the Hart foundation anvil. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So those are the two that I would choose. Um, with, yeah. <laughs> with your current collection of toys or Hasbro's that you have, What's one that's like your? What's a couple that you're trying to get still? What's like a bucket list one? Do you have them all? What's your collecting status as of today? Well, my Hasbro collection, I'm actually 19 guys short. Um, but I, like I said, I have very strict rules of how I will purchase them. So it's, it's, I can't just hop on eBay. But yeah. Owen Hart, I'm still looking for Owen. I really, I would love to get myself an Owen Hart. Um, I recently just got a Bam Bam, so I was happy about that. Um, and, uh, obviously the big one, uh, one, two, three kid would mm -hmm. be fantastic. <laughs> now, are you in package or are they all loose? Oh no. My children play with mine every day. Great. Great. My, my kid does too. She's two and she's a big fan of them. So I have like multiple yep. Hulk Hogan's I'm like here, take a Hulk Hogan, take this one today. It's fine. <laughs> now, That's we... exactly what I do too. I have a drawer and he's allowed to use all of those, but sometimes I'll let him go in my case <laughs> with, um, with your rule. Now, let me ask you this. If somebody is, like, let's say me, for example. Let's say I go to my local store and I see an Owen Hart. Am I allowed to pick that up for you and you pay me for it? Or is that against your rules? Oh, yes. Okay, Absolutely. okay. Absolutely. Okay, well, you're, 
you were nice enough and to be a guest on our show, so I will keep an eye out for a handful of those figures for you. And if I see them, I will definitely go ahead and pick it up for you. Oh, that would be great. I'll tell you what, I would I would love that. And yeah, if you ever need any uh, wrestling impersonations, I'd be more than happy to oblige for you for your show. I may keep, I may um, make you do one at the end of the interview here, and then I may ask you later on to do it. You got it. What so? What's next with this book? Like, what's what are the next steps for for release date? For when people get them in their hands? Final steps? What's next for this? Well, right now, I believe Kevin has the book about sixty to sixty-five percent done. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the figures are set up. What's going on now is the there, there's a ranking system. Um, we're working with that to see how and what aspects of the figure we should use to do the rankings. Um, it's it's really just putting the pieces together. We have all the pieces assembled uh, with the great team of guys that we have. We just have to put those pieces together. Yep, for sure. So I'm not, I'm not telling you to put a, a specific date. So what's a time frame for someone who goes on Kickstarter, pre-orders the book, when can they expect to start getting this in their hands? I believe that we're trying to look for late summer of next, you know, 2018, yep. like around this is the is the hope. Yeah. Well, that'll be perfect. That'll be a nice uh, back-to-school present for everybody if they're going back that day. Absolutely. Uh, before we wrap up our interview here, any other tidbits or anything else you want to talk about with this book specifically? Any facts or stories? I know you talked about the page count and how to get it and everything like that. Anything else you want to throw in there? Hmm. Well, you know, this this is one thing that this book makes me feel. I'll, I'll tell you that. This yeah. makes me feel. As a child, as a kid... One besides the figures and in watching it, another thing I loved to do every month was whenever I'd go to the grocery store with my mother, I would find the, the new wrestling magazine, you know, and, and that feeling of excitement, you know, what's going to be in it? What images am I going to see? You know, those new things like I've never seen this one before. Wow. I've never saw this picture before. That to me is what people should be really excited about this book for. This is stuff that people have not seen, and it's stuff that they have seen, but they're going to be seeing it in a new way. I'm looking forward to it, and I know the exact feeling you're talking about, especially the grocery store. You know, asking mom, "Hey, can I get a magazine?" And for me, it was a way for my mom to get me to read. So she's like, "Yeah, whatever, as long as you're reading something," <laughs> type of thing. Um, and we've talked, but we did a show. A few months back, just about about wrestling figures in general, not just specifically Hasbro. And my co-host was talking about how he'd go to the store with his mom, and she'd be like, "Can I have this?" Like, "Yeah, but you got to wait till Christmas." So it'd be like, "Okay, oh. I know I'm going to get this." So the the anticipation was also great too, with with just waiting for those toys. Absolutely. I, I, I for me, I think those Hasbros and, and those toys, those wrestling toys specifically. I had Ninja Turtles, I had GI Joes, but this, there was just something about the wrestling figures that. You know, I would take other toys like G.I. Joe's and He-Man and bring them into my wrestling world, but the wrestling <laughs> world guys would never go into the He-Man world type of thing. Oh. So the okay. wrestling was exclusive for me. Like the Hasbro <laughs> figures, they were top of the food chain for toys. I agree. I could not agree more, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what is your Twitter handle for people that want to follow you, Nick? Oh, it is at, and it's my last name, B-A-R-T-L, the number three, and then why. Yep. And then we will also, we'll tag you in the post when this goes out for everybody to, to, to follow. And then obviously the main page for the book at WWF Hasbro book, give them a follow posting updates all the time. You can find information on how to purchase the book and any other information you want is going to be right there. Uh, really responsive on Twitter from what I found, despite being in over in the UK, I'm really happy that we got to chat here for a little bit and, and talk about this and, Hopefully, right before the book comes out again, maybe you, maybe you guys can both come on and give a quick uh, promo for everybody else. Oh, that'd be fantastic! I really appreciate you having us. I appreciate you having us on. This was fantastic. Yeah, you know, I I heard about you guys through a handful of people. Uh, Ring skirts at Ring skirts tweeted me about you guys. The fully posable podcast guys let us know about you guys. So, oh, nice. it's it's definitely spreading a little bit. And I think uh, just keep up the keep up the word of mouth, and you'll get a lot more information about it. Because I think when people hear about this, they're going to be really excited. Absolutely. Well, we're having it. We're going to have a couple of uh, video promos coming out very soon. Okay. Uh, there's going to be one followed by four short teaser ones. So it's going to be pretty exciting stuff. And I'm actually working on those right now. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, I'm going to make you do a wrestling promo. You got person. it. <laughs> you can, I'll let you pick. You could pick. You tell me who it's going to be and then, then go for it. Uh, well, I can do. Uh, uh, 
Big, I can give big you Hasbro, a bit. Hasbro era. Hasbro era. <laughs> Hasbro era. Okay. Um, well, to I real quick little story here. Whenever I, I did this on the radio five or six years ago mm-hmm. to win a lunch with Brett the Hitman Hart. Okay. Uh, so awesome. I had to call into our local sports station and do a, a wrestling promo. So I called in with. Uh, Let me tell you something, there, brother man. I am the hit maker. I am the record breaker. I've got style and grace, and I got one pretty face. And let me tell you something there, Mr. Superstar Billy Graham. While you're in the back there and you're laughing and joking, you got the American dream right here, baby. Hoo-hoo, and I'll be cooking and smoking. Ben. Fantastic! I'm glad you won that contest. Okay, we're not ending. Uh, we're not going to tease that. So, so you did you actually win a lunch with Bret Hart? Did you get to go meet him and hang out with him? I did. He was one of the coolest guys of all time, and I got to do my impression of him in front of him. It was unbelievable. I said, Bret, you got to let me. I I I, I got to do an impression for you, and I did it for him. I said, Hey, uh, Hitman, I am the best there is. I am the best there was, and I am the best that there ever will be. And he looked at me with this grin on his face like you wouldn't believe. He goes, I'll tell you what, man. He goes, I do sound like that, don't I? I said, yeah, you do. Awesome <laughs> it was stuff. really cool. That's really awesome. Cool. That is awesome. And thank you for sharing that with us, guys. Make sure you're following Nick. Make sure you are following the WWF Hasbro book. And get your pre-orders in now, and you'll be getting it hopefully by the end of the summer. Nick, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, no problem. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Okay, that was a super fun interview. Really appreciate Nick coming on, and really appreciate uh, the guy at at the um, the wrestling figure retrospective book allowing us to talk about it. A lot of fun stories about collecting toys and our favorites, and really, guys, uh, at the very least, check out what they have to offer at WWF Hasbro Book because the stuff they have in there is insane as far as the uh, the detail they have. And the stories they have in that book and the pictures and everything, it's, it's an official guide for us collectors. And to me, I, I mentioned this in the interview, and I, I don't know if you felt the same way, Eric. And when we were kids, you had multiple toy lines and everything, you know, He-Man and Turtles and yeah. whatever, and Ghostbusters. So there'd be times in my wrestling figure universe where certain guys would cross over. Like He-Man wouldn't come in and fill in guys. But in the He-Man world or the Ghostbusters world, Wrestling figures didn't go there. They were in their own world. They were like it. They were right. themselves. Yeah. So was that it for you too? Well, I did the same thing. I had some He-Man guys. I had some Thundercats. Even though Thundercats were a lot bigger, mm-hmm. I still had I don't know, say Lionel or um, I forgot what the. Um, I didn't watch Thundercats. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyways, there was another character. He was a lizard, Slit, Slythe, whatever his name was. But he would kind of come out with them too. Yeah. So you're okay. You're I mean. But did your wrestling figures ever go into Thundercat land? No. Okay, yeah. I mean, why were, would they? <laughs> right. They're their own land, right? They're their own, yeah. They're their own winners. Because with wrestling, it was a sport, and it was a wrestling match. Well, I mean, why would Hulk Hogan come in and try to save somebody from Skeletor? She-Ra? <laughs> yeah. Orko, whatever. <laughs> whatever, yeah. The, the He-Man figures were perfect in, to go with the Hasbros, like almost, like as far as the sizing. Almost, yeah. The Turtles, too. The Ghostbusters were a little small. But they, they worked out. Well, there's two different yeah. Ghostbuster toys, but the ones I had were the smaller ones. And I also had some Marvel figures. I had a Spider-Man, Captain America, and stuff like that that they kind of worked, worked their way in some matches, too. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were up-and-comers to put yeah. over the talent. Typically, like a Royal Rumble, when I didn't have enough Hasbros, I'd throw in some other otherworldly universal people. <laughs> Did you ever, like, watch a match on TV and try to recreate it? Like with your ring? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to do that like when I would scramble list watch the scramble pay per views. I'd mm-hmm. like to listen to it and play with my Hasbro's while I was doing it. Yeah. And also I think I mentioned this before in our wrestling figure show a few weeks for a few months back now. The my one buddy had all of them pretty much. And he had them all in like a white box. And I remember like we'd go visit each other. Like he didn't live far from me at all. I lived like pretty much where I live now and I lived like half a mile away. But when you're a kid it seems super oh, far. Yes. So our parents would have to drive us to each other's houses. And I remember, it, like, he'd be like, okay, you can borrow my toys for the weekend and just bring them back to me at school. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. So, like, I have all of his toys. And let him I would never let him do that. Um, but he'd let me, never. Borrow, <laughs> let me borrow all his toys. And, like, I would, you know, have matches and play yeah. with him and stuff. It was pretty sweet. I was a big fan of doing it. What's uh, get going here in this tournament, right? Let's. What do we got? What's our first round? What's our first matchup in this next round? Well, we've got 11, so. Okay, who gets the buy? Who's the number one? Who's the number one seed? We got eleven. Someone's got to get a buy. We got uh, Macho Warrior Hogan Undertaker 
Mounty, Shango, Razor, Brett, Doink, HBK, and 123Kid. I'm going to give Macho Man a buy, first round buy. All right, I'll let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so he will face the winner of this first matchup. So Series 2 Warrior, do you want to do like just Series 2 versus Series 3 and do it that If way? you wrote it down like that, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> series 2 Warrior mm -hmm. against Series 3 Hogan. So Series 2 Warrior is the press slam. Series 3 Hogan is the one with the, like, he's got the arm-like thing. And the bandana. Yeah. That's the best Hogan figure. It is. But that's also my favorite Warrior Right. Figure. This is tough, right? <laughs> Um, now, you cannot put your biases of not liking Hogan as a character in this. What's the better wrestling figure in this? Oh, jeez. Here's the negative on the warrior. One, he's got open hands, mm -hmm. so the fingers can break. Here's the negative on Hogan. It's not as cool as the warrior figure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Ah, this is tough. I'm going to give it to the warrior, I think. Okay, series two... Okay, what's next? The Undertaker versus Mounty. I mean, as much as I love that Mounty figure, The Undertaker was just great. You yeah, know? for sure. What we so got next? No, so that's not even close, huh? I don't think so. Do you? No. <laughs> Shango and Razor. So, Shango was more of a fun pick for me. Mm -hmm. I think Razor gets it. Better character, better figure. Okay. You're not going to argue with me on that? No, I mean, I still like the Shango, but when it comes down to the two... Yeah, it's tough, right? Yeah. I I, I could see... The detail on Razor is just more, yeah. I think, realistic to me. Yeah, the uh, the Papa Shango looks like that new movie Coco, like the, the, those, those <laughs> right. bones in there. Yeah. Who's up next? Uh, series 8, Brett versus Series 9, Doink. <sighs> I, like, I like Doink. You like Doink over Brett, huh? Is it the hair... <laughs> It's the hair. It's the real hair. I'm going to give it to Dunk just because... Uh, this is tough. Like, Brett might be one of my favorite Hasbros ever. Mm -hmm. But that Dunk is... Hold on. One, one sec. Before we make this decision, hold on. <laughs> get him okay, we're back. We had a quick minor technical issue. So I, I got up to get Bret Hart for Eric to hold before he made his final decision about Brett versus Doink. So what was Doink's special move? He had the same thing. Same but he had an open hand like Brett, where Brett has two fists. I gotta go with Brett. Okay. Just just doing this reminds me of how he just like you know punch people in the gut, right? <laughs> and he would do like the stomp. Okay, so look at that a the the tangible holding it gets Eric. <laughs> just just how quick it turns when you put it in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> so that was series eight, Brett. Yep. Versus Doink the Clown. You don't have series two Warrior, or series four Undertaker, or Razor, do you? Hold on, I'm gonna get up again. Hopefully, I don't break something while you you announce the next matchup. Well, the next matchup we have is actually the last one: HBK with the black tights and one, two, three, kid. Here's, by the time these came out, I wasn't really collecting them that much anymore. But going back to the uh, eyebrow get <laughs> the eyebrow thing on the kid, you know, for the packaging, I thought that was kind of fun. So it's one, two, three, kid versus who again? HBK. I mean, I'm going to give it HBK just because that 123 yeah. kid wasn't. I mean, he was funny, but HBK was better for sure. So that's series 10. HBK. So we still got uh, that Macho Man series 1. Well, he won. The, he's going to face. He won. He got well, first round by. Yeah. So that was all our first round matchups? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these are, these, this is tough, you know, going, going through these lists. It's going to get a little bit tougher now as we go down. So who's season two, series two, series, season two, episode four, <laughs> uh, series two, Ultimate Warrior, mm -hmm. favorite of mine, again, <laughs> series four, Undertaker. So I gave you the Undertaker. Yeah. I, my warrior broke, um, his arm broke and his fingers fell off, but that Undertaker, I'm going to give it to the Undertaker just because he's got two actions. He's got the fist clothesline he's got the punch and the choke and slam the choke slam yeah you know i'm gonna give under as great as that warrior was and he upset hogan in the first round he Take, did i'm gonna you're gonna argue me on this you're gonna give it allow allow taker to get the w no i'll let taker take it okay so we take got, or take it okay so yeah. undertaker gets the Under, win undertaking the uh the win who's up next 
Who's our next matchup? Uh, series 7, Razor Ramon versus Series 8, Brett. i got to look at pictures of Series 7, Razor. Because I'm going to go with Brett just because, again, like you were saying, that Matt, like the arm, Brett, you know, the, the punch mm-hmm. to the gut. He's got the tilted head. He's got the cool shades. Yeah. You could, you're just loving Brett might go all the way in this. He was going to lose in the he was going <laughs> to lose to Doink. <laughs> he was going to lose in the first round and now he's going to win. How embarrassing. <laughs> I'll yeah, I'll go with Brett. All right, Brett. He's going to he's going to be the Cinderella story. Sure is. HPK black um whatever gimmick pant against the uh, series 1 Macho Man. Both two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But that Macho Man is just perfect. The face is perfect. Yeah, he could the do the elbow drop. He could do punches. He could do... I would pretend he would do even do axe handles, even though his hands never touched. <laughs> I'm going to go with, with him, too. Uh, macho Man, you get to get the W. Right, so, Mach. Oh, yeah. So, we're down to three. There's three left or three matchups? Oh, no, three, three uh, left altogether. Three figures? Yep. So who we have Series here? Series 4, Undertaker. Okay. Series 7, Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. And Series 1, Macho. Man. Brandy okay. Savage. Dig it. So we'll do a... I mean, this is, if this was like real, we'd do like a round-robin tournament. So and we'll do all... Triple threat match. Right. We'll do all the matchups with each other. So first off, we would match up Macho Man versus Undertaker and Macho Man versus Bret. Which is better, Macho Man or Undertaker? Macho Man. Which is better, Macho Man or Brett? Uh, Brett. Okay, so he split. So which is better, <laughs> Brett or Undertaker? It's mm. tough, right? I'm going to say Undertaker. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say Undertaker too. So that means since Macho Man beat Macho Man and Brett split, right? Yeah. Said, okay, so Undertaker beat Brett. So Brett... Versus Macho Man. This didn't work. Well, I've got one tally. Uh-huh. Macho Man's got one tally. Taker's got two. Brett's got one. Okay, so it's between Macho... So Taker advances to the finals. It's between Macho Man Randy Savage, Series 1, and Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh, jeez. I just really like that Savage. The Macho Man? Yeah. Hold on a second. Here, let's see if I can... I think I have... Yeah, here you go. You got them both in your hand here. I mean, I could just picture him. I mean, he's got that grimace on his face, like, <laughs> dig it, or Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, I just broke it. That's okay. I mean, the double, and I mean, this is what I would do off the top rope. I'd come down with the double axe on the back. Okay. You could reposition the fists. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so is it going to be Brett, or is it Mach? What's your pick? Give him, give him to me. i got to play with him now. All right. <laughs> Sorry for all the background noise, guys. We're throwing figures at the table. Okay. My gut tells me Macho Man. He's got a great tan, too. He does. It's a like Hulk Hogan tan. You know why I'm going to give it to him? Because his head don't turn. Yeah, Brett's head doesn't turn. Ah, <laughs> oh, but this is such a... Third place is nothing to sniff at, Brett. You know? <laughs> Considering you're going to lose the first round to Doink. There's nothing to sniff at. <laughs> but, but this... This move I'm doing with Brett, that gut punch, is just yeah, so good. That's the best. Well, I guess third best, really. Yeah. <laughs> but that double that double arm coming down? Yeah. Everyone can hear this noise. Takes them back. Yeah. Okay, so we got the final here. Macho Man versus The Undertaker. Who's going to win? Okay, you, you, you get to play with him here both, and you make your pick. Here's Macho and Taker. Here you go. Who's your pick going to be? Well, I got a choke slam. Got the choke <laughs> slam down. I love got, it because in the ba- in the background of the mic, you can I got hear the this twist. echo. Okay. I mean, that's that's totally effective. You could even do a big boot with the taker. Yeah. Savage. You could do the elbow off the right. top. Right. Punch, punch, double axe. But the taker. You can tombstone him. The tombstone. Go and take her. Okay, let me play with him. <laughs> or you can uh, finish with the elbow drop. Okay. So you but got. You know, taker's going to kick out. You got. <laughs> right, especially if it's a WrestleMania match. So you got the choke slam. 
Right. You got the the clothesline and the or punch. Or the punch, yeah. Yeah. I think as far as play action goes, Taker hands down has a beat. But <laughs> but the the figure of the macho man, I think the look looks way more like like a mini macho man. Undertaker right. is a little off, a little bit, but not much. No. Wish there could be two winners. Wish there could be. I'm just so the tiebreaker for me is going to be the play factor because we are not talking about collectibles. If these going to be mint in card and package, mm-hmm. Macho Man thinks going to have it. Okay, but the winner of our March Madness totally improv Hasbro Hasbro tournament is going to be Undertaker. We're going to play one shining moment. The Undertaker. Congratulations to the Undertaker. Is he accepting a trophy or what? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if someone's basketball fans, they know this song is one shining moment. They played at the end of this, at the tournament. I mean, I think when I started this, when I first was looking at the figures, I'm just like, I think it's going to be uh, Macho Man or Bret Hart. And I was close. They made it to the end there. Yeah, they sure did. I mean, it's Bret Hart's, I, I feel like it should get a lot more... Credit considering he almost got knocked out by Doink. If I didn't have him here, Doink was going to take it. Yep. What about that? That's what turned me. Any other thoughts here on the tournament before we? Well, the one that I was really hoping for was that uh, that Ultimate Warrior Series one, but that that was long gone. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I do remember I've told the story a billion times, but that series one was just everything I was looking for. Like every, yeah. I turned the, turned the package over. You're like, I'll collect these guys too. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to get these guys. And yep. you know, I got as many as I could early on, but I think right around when they started doing different color cards, like all the blue ones I kind of was aware of, but yep. the yellow, red, purple, all that stuff. I just wasn't into it anymore. Yeah. They're just, just a great toy line. Bottom line. Yeah, definitely nostalgic. And the fact that they're actually, the Mattels are doing the retro figures speaks volumes about how impactful that series was. Yeah, for sure. For, for us our age. Yeah. And now people, you know, younger kids and even people our age are collecting the newer ones. Yeah, I think I, like the the local, I talked about this in the interview, the local disc replay up here is selling random Hasbros in like their case for relatively cheap. They're loose, like seven, eight bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking for a handful of them, but. The ones that I have for sale, I actually already have, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to go out of my way to get it. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know what it is about them. Like, we talked about in my interview w- with Nick about these Hasbros. They're just great. And the new, the retro series they're bringing back, excuse me, just as great. Nothing's going to be as good as it as originally was, but I'm still a big fan of, of them bringing it back and they're just fun to play with. Look at you. You're just having fun now playing with these guys, <laughs> you know? Well, Hot Rod was one of my favorites. Favorite wrestlers or favorite toys or both? Oh, well, both. I mean, there was a certain era that I really liked Roddy Piper. Yeah. And that was, you know, the Mountie and Bret Hart, like, you know, those couple of years where he was, you know, a champion and more featured on programming. Yeah, for sure. I wish they would have made like a 92 Piper, you know, mm-hmm. with, the, with the black shirt or whatever, with the hot rod, but they didn't. Yeah. That's still a nice-looking figure. I asked this in our interview, what is one Hasbro you wish they would have made that they didn't? Mm, I don't know. Like, think of those guys in the time, like Diesel or or anybody else. Maybe I mean, they kind of made the ones that I like. Like Duke the Dumpster Drossy, maybe. Yeah, it wasn't that into him. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to make any of my, uh, my Hasbro uh, events. Yeah, I mean, they did have everybody, if you think about it. Like, no one was really left off. I mean, Owen Hart, he was in there, right? Yeah, but you, maybe, maybe you wanted a King of Hearts instead of the Rocket. Yeah, probably King of Hearts. Maybe a Heart Foundation 2-pack. Yeah. The tag teams. You know, we, we didn't talk about the tag teams. These were individual ones, but... Yeah, they did the Nasty Boys. Yeah, those were good. Legion of Doom was good. Shoulder pads didn't come off, which kind of sucked, but still, still good mm-hmm. figures. Yeah, I remember I had the Rockers, and for some reason, after they did the split, like I painted uh, Shawn Michaels' tights different color. You did? Yeah. That's awesome. So then, you know, 10, 15 years later, I go digging through my stuff before, you know, somebody got rid of them. But I was looking at them like, oh, why did I do that? Why did I ruin them? <laughs> By ruin, you mean made better? No, it was they were ruined because it wasn't original anymore. It was like, you know, the old magic marker was on it. And <laughs> it wasn't a top-notch paint job either, <laughs> no, right? No, it wasn't. It was just a marker. <laughs> 
That's awesome, man. Well, this was a lot of fun to do with this this Hasbro show. Yeah. We could go we could do another one maybe in the future with like a Hasbro expert. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> like a Hasbro like we could talk all about like our questions, our Q and A with them, like why did this guy do this? And what about the spring action and all that stuff? Yeah. Make sure you're following our guests, guys, at WWF Hasbro Book on Twitter. You can follow that. Uh follow Nick on Twitter. He's got such a goofy Twitter handle and it's because there's a letter in there. It's at Bartley, which is B A R T L the number three and then Y. Uh, it's Nick Bartley. And then, again, WWF Hasbro book. You can pre-order that Hasbro book. Check out pictures, all that other stuff. It'll be out, he said, this end of this summer is what they're looking for. It looks like a pretty quality book. It's like 35 bucks, I think, uh, 35 pounds. I don't know how much that is American, but. Like 40-something. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. It's a lay-flat book. It's 300 pages. Something that if it came out when I was a kid, I would obsess over. I would be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Mom, <laughs> buy this for me. <laughs> Get out of here. $40. <laughs> Just where's your $2 magazine you normally buy? Right. That is going to wrap up our show for this week, guys. Thanks for our guests. And I, oh, I forgot. I didn't forgot, but we have our extra, extra special guest. So I'm going to say our goodbyes. Then we're going to play the extra, extra special guest. And we will see you next week. Eric, you got anything else before next week? Sure don't. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Here's our special guest. We'll see you next week. Okay, we we get extra special guest uh, on the show right now. She's been mentioned a lot. It's Penny. Penny, say hi. Hi. How are you doing today, Penny? Hello. Yeah. You're doing what? Yeah. No, use your words. What? Are, how are you doing today? Hi. Uh, how are you today? <laughs> Penny, how old are you? Two. And Penny, what's your full name? Penelope. Penelope? Penelope And Penny, do you like wrestling? Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler? AJ. And who's your favorite girl wrestler? Charlotte. And who's your favorite wrestling song? What song? Um. Do you know? It's fine. Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine, but what's your favorite wrestling entrance song? Like, what's your entrance song, if you pick? What's Doo-doo. The, what? Doo-doo. Doo-doo's not a song. Pick a, do you like Daniel Bryan's? Yeah. Yeah? Do you want to do Coming Down the Aisle? Do you want to announce Daddy? Yeah. Will you announce me if I play the music? What song should I come out to? Come Don't pull that. Don't pull that. Come to us. So what song? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan? Okay. Hold on. So here we go. We'll get the Daniel Bryan ready. So you can give me the, give me the announcement, okay? So when I play, you got to tell me, you got to say coming down the aisle, okay? You got to talk in the microphone. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay, here we go. Go ahead. Say it. Uh, say it. Say you playing. You got to say coming down the aisle. Say it. No? You don't want to? You're too shy? Yeah. Can you say hi, listeners? Hi, listeners. Say thank you for listening to Daddy's show. Daddy's show. Say I'll see you guys soon. See you guys soon. Say bye. Bye. You got anything else to say before we stop recording? Yeah. What? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for coming on, Penny. (laughs) 